0: Not long ago, just about a year or so actually, it would take a venture capitalist or VC fund as less as 48 hours to offer a $10 million check to a founder. VCs were notorious for their speed. They would meet a founder, take them at face value, and if they liked the company, the check would be signed in a matter of days. So it comes as no surprise that the teams at the VC firm Sequoia's Bangalore office, for example, used to have 16 or even 18-hour-long grueling work days. They couldn't afford to take more than a week to decide on investments, even if they were worth millions and millions of dollars. All of them were chasing the hottest bet, trying to beat each other in the race. And as you can imagine, it was a hyper-aggressive world. Eat or be eaten almost. In the first half of 2022, Indian startups received more than $17 billion in funds. But a year later in 2023, in the same period, they just got a little over $5 billion. Suddenly, priorities seem to have changed. What they do, how they do, is not the same like before. It's changed quite drastically. Now, the focus is more on making the right kind of investments and avoiding deals that turn out to be duds. And the impact of this is being felt by the junior VCs and analysts, people who are the foot soldiers, the ones who do all the groundwork before the bosses sign the checks. So, what are these VC analysts doing now that deal making is on the back burner? What are the new strategies that they are using to build their own track records? Welcome to Daybreak, a business podcast from the Ken. I'm your host Nigdar Sharma and I don't chase the news cycle. Instead, thrice a week on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, I will come to you with one business story that is worth understanding and worth your time. Today is Wednesday the 27th of September. the twists and turns in the journey of startups have been well documented since VC funding began drying up over the past year or so. The thousands of layoffs and hiring freezes, the scaling down of operations, we've heard about it all too many times. But what we've barely heard about is what is happening to the funders of these startups. You know, the likes of Sequoia Capital, India and Southeast Asia, which is now known as Peak 15 Partners, Tremis, Bloom, Elevation Capital, Axel, and many other VC firms. So that is where we're going today. During the good funding days of 2021 and 2022, the top VC firms were focused on strengthening their teams, especially at the junior levels. For example, Peak 15 Partners hired 12 new analysts during that period. Bloom Ventures, meanwhile, got six new analysts in the same period. Bangalore-based Kalari Capital and Matrix Partners India, which is an early backer of Ola, by the way, also made eight new junior additions each. Like I told you earlier, these were the foot soldiers of these VC funds. They did all the groundwork. They would spend their time scouting for deals or doing due diligence. But now with the slowdown, the day-to-day responsibilities of these analysts have also changed. But irrespective of all this, analysts are still an indispensable part of investment teams. They build sectoral thesis, which is a super important resource for partners who are responsible for making investment decisions for VC firms. So now with the slowdown, these analysts are spending 70-80% to of their time creating market maps, industry deep dives, building community or working with portfolio companies. Now, there is no denying that bear markets or markets which see consistent price drops for a period of time might not offer opportunities for junior VC analysts to create impressive portfolios. But they do give them an exceptional platform to learn how to build sustainable businesses. But the question is, is this what the VC analysts want? My colleague, the Ken reporter, Vanita Bhatnagar, spoke to a bunch of employees from Peak 15 Partners, Bloom Ventures, Elevation Capital, Jungle Ventures, Tremis Capital, and Axel. They spoke to us on the condition of anonymity because they are not authorized to discuss these internal matters with the media. Stay tuned to find out more. Here is what the ladder of hierarchy looks like at these VC firms. At the top are general partners. Then come the principals who have at least six to eight years of investment expertise. Right at the bottom are the analysts or associates. They work on a fixed salary and are usually hired by VC firms after about two years at global consultancies such as McKinsey, BCG, Bain & Company or Deloitte. When they work during the funding boom, These analysts got to understand the nuances of deal structuring. This allowed them to get better at negotiating and grasping which terms are likely to have a greater impact on the potential returns for venture capitalists. But now, in this current deal-making slump, VC firms are implementing significant cuts to bonuses and yearly compensation hikes. Vanita found out that from 25% last year, they are down to 8-10% to this year. And because of this, the demand for analyst roles has also dropped. Ria Shroff Desai, who heads People and Culture at Bloom Ventures, said that in 2021, they would receive over 400 applications for an analyst role. But the figure is half of that now. VC firms too have slowed down the speed of hiring but it is not all bad news for junior VCs. Yes, the analysts who work for growth stage VC firms are evaluating fewer companies, but that also means that they get to spend more time assessing them. An investment professional at Jungle Ventures told us that now they can tap subject matter experts for deeper insights, have more conversations with founders, and design surveys for consumers to know more about the company or the product because there is no time constraint. A Peak 15 executive gave us an example, and I'm quoting, If I was looking at whether a consumer brand is a go-to market product, I would earlier speak with fewer customers, maybe just the people from my network. Now, I would launch a survey through an agency and get a lot more quantitative data to back it up. End quote. And not just this, analysts are also getting a lot more space to double down on their portfolio companies. They can provide strategic guidance, work on their financial matrix, improve their go-to market strategy and help hire board members or key employees. All of these are important aspects of building a scalable and sustainable business. These experiences make these analysts more valuable resources and an attractive recruitment target for startup companies. Now, while all of this makes it sound like analysts are not losing out much because of the slowdown, we cannot forget that for analysts who want to become a general partner, deal-making is still the most important metric. And that means many of them may not stick around for long enough. Dear listeners, this is just a part of Vanita's richly reported story that has a lot more to it. I highly recommend that you read it after you're done listening to this episode. I'll link it to the show notes. Thank you for tuning in. I'll catch you on Friday with a brand new story. Daybreak is produced from the newsroom of The Ken, India's first subscriber-focused business news platform. What you're listening to is just a small sample of our subscriber-only offerings. A full subscription unlocks daily long-form feature stories, newsletters, subscriber-only apps, and podcast extras. Head to theken.com and click on the red subscribe button on the top of the website. I am Snigdha Sharma, your host, and today's episode was edited by my colleague Rajiv C N.